Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone, welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. Now before we get started, if you can smash that like button and subscribe button so you will get notified every time a new podcast episode drops on YouTube or your podcast platform. So without further ado, let's get started. Now in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how I can spin multiple plates at one time. Now in the past, I've done a podcast about how to deal with overwhelm, but in this one, I want to take it a little step further back that you can take on a lot more stuff if you have things in place, if you're a bit more efficient and you're a bit more productive with your time. Now, I've made a couple of lists here because I want to go through six reasons or six things that I do that helps me. Now, you might have your own way of coping. You might have read books. You might have watched YouTube videos and programs, etc. And that's exactly what I did when I first started. I just researched what other people did, tried it out. And if it worked for me, I kept it. And if it didn't, then I got rid of it. So I've come up with my six ways how I deal with it. But just to give you an idea about what I'm spinning at the time is if you follow me on Instagram or you follow me on Facebook or anything like that, you'll realize that we live in a very, very old house, bit of a money pit. Um, it's 170, 180 year old and we're getting a brand new roof on. To top it all off, it's a grade two listed building. We've had a lot of uh, bad weather here and there's leaks in, in the property. Nothing too bad, but, you know, when it's coming down your nice wallpaper and that you've just had put on and plastered and, and whatnot, it can get a little bit frustrating, especially when we've got my wife, the kids, the dog, all sorts of stuff. So that's that's the first thing. Um, I'm exiting one business, which is really, really exciting, and I'm starting and scaling another one in an industry that I've got no previous knowledge or experience in. Um, I'm buying property. I'm selling property. Um, I'm remortgaging some of my commercial properties because it's come to the end of the, the five-year cycle. I've got to remortgage on my property in a couple of months' time in December. Um, I'm growing the coaching business. I'm taking on a load of new clients. I've got Property Mark and Arla. So if you're in the real estate industry, you'll you'll understand what who Property Mark are. And they are pretty much the biggest voluntary organization in the UK for estate agents and letting agents. We've got 18, 18,500 members, and I'm on the board of directors for the the whole of the company, which is Property Mark, and I'm on the advisory board, which is the lettings arm of that business. Plus, I'm back in my fitness, so I'm training three, four times a week. I'm, you know, diet and training. Um, and then I've got, a, more importantly, I've got my family time. So we do a lot of things with the kids, you know, weekends, all that sort of stuff. So on the face of it, that sounds a lot. Now, it's not a lot to some people, but it's a hell of a lot to, I would imagine, the vast majority of people. And don't get me wrong, I've got the day-to-day issues and problems and struggles of, of running several businesses. Now, how would you deal with that, John? Now, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to compartmentalize everything. You've got to pick them up and put them in the very separate box. Now, what that allows you to do is it doesn't make things easier in terms of, right, if I put that in that box, in that box, everything's all of a sudden easier. But what it allows you to do is have clarity of thought. Because when you've got, say, half a dozen, 10 things on the go at any one time, you can't see the wood for the trees. They just merge into things. You think, I've got to phone the solicitor, but what was it about? Was it about remarketing of properties or was it about the sale of that property? Was it about this legal case I'm going through? Was it about, you know, exiting this business? What did I what did I need to speak to my solicitor about or my accountant or whomever, the estate agent? 
What I do is I compartmentalize it and I put it in a separate little box. And from a mental point of view and a mental memory point of view, it's easier to remember. So if I've got my little boxes where I'm, I'm remortgaging my commercials, great, fantastic. So I know I've got a phone the solicitor about that to chase them up and hopefully we'll complete next week or the week after. Then I've got a phone a different solicitor about this exit in the business or a different solicitor about the shareholders agreement. Whatever it is, from a mental perspective, it allows me to have more clarity of thought around the various things that I've got going at that particular time. And then the next stage, the, the second step is I make lists around that little compartment. So what that, again, that allows me to do is, especially if you're like me and you're more a visual learner, I've got lists upon lists upon lists here where I will make a list for everything to do with commercials, a list for everything to do with scale in the new business, a list for exit in the business. And there's nothing more than I like just ticking them off and feeling as though I've done something. It's just that that whole, yes, I've ticked it, great, I can move on to the next thing. And it just gives you that little bit of momentum, that little bit of transition from one thing to another. So I compartmentalize it, I make the lists, and I literally have got bits of paper. You can do it digitally if you want. I mean, I've also got a Remarkable too. You know, I, I know people are big fans of iPads, big fans of lists on paper. But whatever your preference is, make that list. Now, another tip as well is, is make two lists. The first list is everything you've got to do. Put that on one side and then make another list with the same things that you've made in the previous list, but just prioritize them. Put them in some semblance of order, either urgent or important or urgent and important, because it's been proven before that we make a list and it tends to be the things we enjoy first. So the things that are in our memory first go on the top and then the things that are in our memory the least or the things we have least fun in doing go on the very, very bottom. So if you've got a long list, you'll you'll work your way from top to bottom, as we always do, and you'll tick them all off. And then, unfortunately, you don't get through the last, the bottom couple of things, items, and they could be the most important thing. So always make one list and then just put it as in, in the order of importance. So it might be that you need to speak to have an uncomfortable conversation about somebody and you put, oh, I'll, I'll put speak to the solicitors or speak to the lawyers at the bottom or speak to the bank or whatever. Put that at the top. Get it done. Eat that frog. Is the, is the book, uh, the title of the book is, and just get it done first. And I promise you, you will feel so, so much better. Now, things might fall out because you've done that, that most imp that important task. You might have another list of about three or four things. However, the point is you didn't, you know, stick your head in the sand, put it under the table. You actually did the most important, the most urgent thing first. So compartmentalize, make the lists and control the controllables. Don't worry about stuff outside your comfort zone. Don't worry about stuff that you've got absolutely zero influence in. If you're waiting for somebody to get back to you, don't sit there stressing. Whether you sit there stressing or you sit there not stressing, he will take the length of time that he will take to carry out that action or get back in touch with you. So don't worry about it. Don't fret. Nobody, and I mean nobody, consistently makes good decisions under pressure or under stress. It doesn't happen. Right? Cooler heads must prevail. So if you've realized or you understand that you can't control that bit and it's outside your controllables, then don't worry about it. Move on to what you can do. Move down that list. Get that list completed with what you can control and everything else will take care of itself. The fourth thing is, and I think this is really important, is surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with people that have got the same values, the same ethics, they're competent. It's competency is a massive thing in business as is as competency is in, in all aspects of our life and make sure that they've got your best interests in mind not that the that you're paying them or, or that is important 
but make sure that they that they understand where you want to get to and that they've, they've got your back. There's been many, many times in my life where I've had ex-friends, ex-associates, ex-business partners, where they haven't had the same values or they haven't had my what's right for me in mind or what's right for the business. Get rid of them. Get them out of your life straight away. The vampires, the energy suckers, you don't need them in your life. When you've got good people around you, they will walk over broken glass, they'll crawl over hot coals to make sure that you're a success and that the common vision that you hold with them is actually achieved. So we be a, be a contractor, like a solicitor, an accountant, some sort of tax advisor, somebody that's giving you advice or a service, then make sure that you hold them close and you don't let go. Now, when we first start out in business, cost is a key. Cost is going to be really important to this. It's going to be crucial and critical. We can't all of a sudden start out in business and have the best solicitors, the best advisors, the best tax people. But we can work up to that. So get always get the best that you can afford at that particular time and then upgrade and upgrade and upgrade and upgrade. So our accountants are very, very good. They're expensive, but they're very good. When I first started out in business, I had a local accountancy in the local town where we were. And she was grateful when we first started. Now, when you go for an accountant or solicitors, when an accountant or solicitor takes over from a previous one, this is, must be just be a profession. You never get somebody saying, oh, they've done a fantastic job. It's a little bit like when a trade, when you get an electrician who follows on another electrician, he never says, why buy this wiring is absolutely fantastic. Who did you use? You're always going to get told, oh, they made this mistake, they made that mistake. And that's fine because you could only afford that particular level. And business, as in life, it's all about levels. You're not going to start out having, you know, a Deloitte. You're not going to start out having an Eversheds. You're not going to start out having, you know, the best tax advisor in the world. You're going to get the best at what you can afford. But don't be too loyal. Be loyal as in pay your bills. Do what you're being asked of you. That's fine. But then when, as and when you can step up that ladder, don't be too loyal that you can't step up that ladder because you feel you owe them something. You can be friends with them. You can say a thank you. You can, you know, be incredibly uh, gracious and have gratitude for how they helped you in your beginning. But, you know, you don't have all these big companies who are still with the little tiddly accountants or solicitors or advisors that when they first started, because they upped their game, they leveled up when they could afford it. So surround yourself with good people. When you've got an issue or a problem, or you've got a, a, a plate, if you want to call it that, explain the outcome to absolutely everyone, everyone, the outcome that you want to achieve, because then people understand and know the importance to you. I'll give you an example. If I asked you, by the way, um, can you go to the shop and can you get me the ingredients? I just want to make a cake, right? I put no time frame on it. I haven't explained the importance of it. I haven't told you what I need. I haven't told you why I'm built making a cake. I haven't told you anything about it. But if I say, look, guys, it's my daughter's birthday. She she loves uh, chocolate cake. I need it by four o'clock so I can make it by six o'clock and then we're going to have the birthday party at half past six. Because I've explained the importance and the repercussions and the consequences of not getting the information or not getting the ingredients on time, then you were bought into my vision. So in a roundabout way, it's it's explaining the vision of what you want to achieve, explaining the importance of what happens and the consequences if we don't achieve what I've asked you to achieve. So get everyone bought in to why you're doing what you're doing. Get everyone bought in. So, for example, another example is we remortgage in these commercials that I've got going through. We've got a three-way, four-way conversation with my solicitor, the bank solicitor, my mortgage broker and me. Everyone gets copied in, even if it doesn't actually affect me. So I've been copied on loads of emails where just people are chasing each other. 
Now I'm in a no illusion because I'm the customer and I'm paying both the bank solicitor and my solicitor. When I'm copied in, they're going to jump that little bit higher than if I wasn't copied in. So again, it's having that bought in vision from all parties concerned that we need to do this by this time frame to this standard. It's the high when, when uh, why, what for, that type of scenario. And the last thing is be super organized. Make sure that if you've got a business or you've got an action or a plan or whatever you're trying to achieve, make sure all your ducks in a row and you are very, very organized. If you're not organized and people ask you for things or you've forgotten to return calls or you haven't done an email or you haven't given the information they need, that's just going to surmount the problems and they're just going to go on top of each other and it's going to be really difficult for you to get out. And that's where the overwhelm kicks in. When you're super, super organized and you do what you can do, then it's a hell of a lot easier to spin more and more plates. Now, I don't think for one second that you should have a ton of plates in the air when you get a bit of a gap and you take on a new business opportunity or something else. I'm not a believer in taking too much on and stressing yourself. It's super important that what you've got on does not stretch you and it doesn't sweat you so much that you can't take anything else on and you're waking up in the middle of the night. You need your sleep, you need your rest, you need your recuperation, but you also need your downtime. You need your family family time. That's what keeps you sane. You can have a really, really hard week at work and you come home and all of a sudden, you know, five o'clock on a Friday, you're getting your nails painted by your daughter or you're kicking a football around with your son or your wife's telling you to take the bin out or you're playing with a dog. I love that because it keeps me grounded and it makes me feel normal. You can be high-powered businessmen or sportsmen or, or, or whatever it is during the week. But when you need to, it's that downtime that normalizes you. So in a nutshell, compartmentalize everything because it's very, very different. Lists and timeframes, super important. Have two lists. One where it's a list of everything you need to do. The second list, you're just putting it into the order of importance and urgency. Control the controllables. Do not worry about things that you can't have any influence over. It's pointless. Don't stress yourself. You can't change it, even if, you could, if, you, even if you're not stressed. Surround yourself with the best people that you can afford. Make sure they are good, decent people with who have your best interests in mind. Explain what you need to achieve and when and timeframes to everyone. Get them to buy into your vision and be as organized as you possibly can. Even if that means using tech, write things down, make sure you understand what's needed to be done by when and just get yourself organized. So, guys, that's how I deal with multiple projects, spinning multiple plates at any one time. I hope you found that useful. Don't forget to click the subscribe button. And if you want me to talk about any particular subject, leave a comment in the description below. And we'll uh, see you next time on Leadership Revealed.